listening to the Paranormal Chronicles radio show. Here is your host, paranormal researcher and author of the best-selling A Most Hunted House, Gavin Lee Davis. Welcome, my name is JL Davis, author of the best-selling Haunted Horror of Haverford West and founder of theparanormalchronicles.com. Thank you for joining us on our ongoing exploration of the paranormal and spiritual on this podcast series. The Paranormal Chronicles podcast is brought to you by our series sponsor, sixth-books.com. Visit www.sixth-books.com to delve into a world of spiritual and supernatural knowledge. Thank you to all our followers and listeners for our series as we have explored children seeing ghosts, haunted roads, ancient mysteries, Ouija boards and more. So press that follow button to be entered into our monthly followers draw to win amazing books as well as never missing an episode. We love having you on board for our journey into the unknown on tonight's show. Do you have an inner voice? Where does this voice really come from? What is my divine self? How can anyone begin a spiritual journey? It's not all hauntings and ghosts as we explore the spiritual path of our wonderful guest, author and teacher Martha Thompson. Martha sees herself as an ordinary woman living an ordinary life with ordinary problems. However, we all know that life can be overwhelming and at times we can feel like we're sinking in quicksand and when she felt she was almost submerged and gasping for air, insights began to filter through to her consciousness and an inner voice began giving her the answers to life. There's much more to this incredible episode as this is an introduction to Martha Thompson and the teachings of her book, My Divine Self, as Martha will be returning each month to discuss some of your issues you would like spiritual answers on. So at the end of this episode, you can pick the topics you would like Martha to discuss in an upcoming episode. Think of Martha as your spiritual agony aunt. Leave us your requests, thoughts and theories via email at paranormalchronicles at aol.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram as The Paranormal Chronicles or tweet at Paracron. So let's meet Martha on with the show. So for all our listeners, let's ask the big question. Who is Martha Thompson? I'm the daughter of Jamaican immigrants that came over in the 60s from Jamaica. And I was born in a very small industrial town in the West Midlands called Willinor, which is famous for lock making. I'm the youngest of four children. Uh, my mother died when I was 11, and that really impacted me as a person because it meant that I had to start working very closely with a sibling that I never used to get on well with. However, we got through that and we became real good friends. I trained to become a business teacher, and I did that for 26 years. However, during that time, I always had an interest in aromatherapy because I'd had dreams whereby I'd seen myself blending oils in a temple and I saw myself as an Egyptian. So I began doing aromatherapy as a hobby, then I qualified as an aromatherapist. During this time, I was still teaching. I still really enjoyed doing complementary medicine. So as the years went on, I moved away from traditional teaching and moved more into complementary medicine and writing. And one day when I was actually blending the oils, I saw colours coming out the bottle. So I then became a colour therapist. So as I've got older, I've realised it's important to actually live from your heart and to follow your dreams. And that's who Martha Thompson is. I've become more me. But it wasn't always easy for you, was it? Mother died when I was 11. It was the recession of 79. Uh, my father was a very strong 
alpha male, strong Jamaican father. He was very strict, but he was very caring. It meant having to do household chores where previously I'd have been a pampered child, you know. But as I said, it brought out better qualities in me. And as I said, me and my sister became very, very close. And even now, we, we live six doors away from each other and we always cover each other's backs. Whereas, whereas if my mother had been alive, I think our relationship would have been very different. Sometimes adversity brings out the best in you and it enables you to grow and evolve. And who knows, maybe she was a past life enemy, but right now we're the best of friends. I adore my sister, Sandra. That's a wonderful concept that in a previous life together and we're enemies. And you actually say in My Divine Self that you might have been pushed together to work things out. Definitely, because as I said, there's, when mum was alive, we were always bickering and we'd, we'd always fight. But when mum died, we had to pull together. It meant doing the weekly shop, pulling the trolley. It meant washing the clothes, ironing the clothes, getting ready for school, preparing the evening meal when dad was at work and just teamwork. And we still managed to get our exams done. She went to university and became a head teacher. I went to university, I became a teacher. So it all worked out fine. But initially, being a child who lost their mother when I was 11, I was really angry with the universe, extremely angry. And it made me question the purpose of life and if there was a God, why he'd been so cruel to our family. You know, but now with hindsight, I realise that adversity can make you grow if you internalise the lesson in the right way. So what compelled you to write My Divine Self? It was 2011 and... I was very disillusioned with life, so much so it frightened me. And I felt like I was almost having a panic attack. And I heard this voice say, snap out of it, Martha. I thought, oh, that's strange, you know, and I thought nothing of it. And I snapped out of my mood. And then over the next few days, I began asking questions and hoping that this voice would come back and give me answers. And therefore, I began developing a dialogue with myself and getting answers to questions I wanted answering as to why was I here, what was the purpose of life, why did some people suffer, why was there so many inequalities in the world. And it meant that I was able to find that still place inside of me and to access a, a wisdom from somewhere that was able to assure me that life is a gift and that we're here to evolve and grow. And therefore, as I was getting all these messages, I thought it was important to actually write it down because one thing I've learned is that whilst we're here, we're all going through similar trials and problems. And if I can help others to actually internalise their experiences in a positive way, I can stop other people from feeling like they're constantly treading water or, or are in quicksand because sometimes life experiences can make you feel like you're constantly drowning. And unless you know how to internalize your experiences, and unless you know how to actually find those answers from within yourself, then life can seem a living hell for some people. And therefore, by writing My Divine Self, I wanted to give people a lifeline or give them an example of my life to help them to actually look at their experiences and say, well, maybe... I'm going through this because I need to grow or maybe I need to understand something about myself in order to become a better person. You know, it's all about helping people to realise that we are spiritual beings and we're just, we're just passing through and we're all connected by the essence of the universe which permeates everything. 
and therefore, no matter what life throws at us, we can cope with it if we just know how to find the stillness within ourselves and ask the universe for support. But we need to know what to ask for and how to actually quiet the voices inside of us that distract us. Absolutely wonderful. And you talk about this internal dialogue, this internal voice. It's obviously guided you to write My Divine Self. Where does this voice come from? It was a guardian. It's, it's, my, it's one of my guides called Ellis. And I think when I communicate with this guide, it's not really coming from him. It's coming from, how can I say, a universal intelligence. He's dipping into a well of wisdom and it's filtering through to me. Has Ellis always been there? Because we talked about possibly you had a connection with like ancient Egyptian society. Is Ellis from that time period? Has he always been there or is he like just a guide on this particular stage of your life? Just on this particular stage of my life. I know he's a teacher. I know he's helped me when I've been when I've had challenges in the past. He's come forward. But it's only in this particular stage of my life. And do you think there's a connection between your passion for aromatherapy and the dreams you had of ancient Egypt? I think it was to nudge me into actually taking my hobby seriously. Because before, I was just blending the oils based upon smell and making gifts for friends and not really knowing what the medicinal properties were. But when I had that dream, I realised I needed to take it more seriously and to get a qualification into it and to start practising. Because, as I said, I'd just smell the oils and blend them and give them as gifts, not really knowing that they had medicinal properties. So it forced me to actually turn away from my traditional form of career, which was teaching, and to think more about going down the complementary road element. So it was a natural-born gift you had. It's something you've, yeah. you've had through previous lives. I've definitely. And I've always been the one in the family that when someone was ill, they'd always say, oh, what should we take? Or even when my mum was alive, I remember as a small child, I was always the one given the Vicks or the DP to go and rub her. Or she'd tell my friend down the road, she's not well. Here's some Vicks. You can rub Miss Jackson down the road, please. And I'd be like seven or eight. And I'd be there with, with some Vicks or DP going to, to rub my mum's friend, you know, to rub a leg or something because she wasn't feeling well. So I've always been the hands-on person if someone wasn't well in the house, even as a small child. What is the message of my divine self? The message of my divine self is all about realising that we are spiritual beings. We're just passing through. We're all connected by the essence of the universe. We're not marooned here without a support network. And no matter what we're going through, we have the ability and the support to cope with it if we know how to actually access that support. And that means we need to work on ourselves. And we need to actually peel back the layers and work with the very best of who we are and tap into the support of the universe to help us actually to grow and evolve and to learn our lessons well whilst, whilst we're here. Because we're just passing through. Earth is just a school. We will be right back after these important messages. Hi there, my name is Claire Waters and I would like to invite you on an incredible journey. I have written a book based on my personal experiences called Raising Faith, a true story of raising a child's psychic medium. It's my family's extraordinary experiences with our young daughter's ability to communicate with spirits and the inspirational lessons learned on our journey. Raising Faith is currently available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle and wherever books are sold. Join me on this beautiful and incredible adventure. For more information on Raising Faith, visit my website 
raisingfaith.co.uk or my Facebook page, Raising Faith Book. See you there. Sixth Books will take you to other worlds, haunt you, open your mind, and push you far beyond the veil of the unknown. Sixth Books is a leading publisher of books on the body, mind, and spirit, the paranormal, consciousness, ancient wisdom, and the afterlife. Explore today, learn today, open your mind today, read today. Visit sixth-books.com today. The world as you know it is about to change. Do you wish for more paranormal and spiritual content? The Paranormal Chronicles magazine is a free digital magazine crammed with the very best in paranormal and spiritual articles and features. No sign-up, no subscription, just free reading and knowledge for you. Read today at www.theparanormalchronicles.com forward slash magazine. The International Chart Topping. Haunted Horror of Haverford West has been described as terrifyingly real, a must-read, shocking and chilling brilliance, genuinely worrying, utterly frightening. Don't read before bed. Described as one of the spookiest writers out there, best-selling author G.L. Davies presents Haunted Horror of Haverford West, the true paranormal account that is shocking the world. Dare you enter, dare you read. Haunted Horror of Haverford West is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, and wherever books are sold. Pray you never have to live there. Do you have a particular process that you use to help you quiet your mind? Because I struggle. Uh, I struggle to meditate. I struggle to, to quieten noise and distraction in my head. Do you have a particular process that you use? Yes, I do. Um, sometimes, because I love aromatherapy, I'll rub, let's say, frankincense on my hands. And I might smell that, or it might be lavender or rose geranium. And sometimes I'll visualise being in a blue bubble of light. Other times I will actually, I have a, a colouring book, it's a mandala colouring book, and I will actually use just two colours. I'll use my favourite colour and another colour randomly, and I'll colour in a mandala. And that's very good at getting me to focus. And other times, when I get up in the morning, sometimes I'll say to myself, what does my divine self need today? You know, that stage where, whereby you're still slightly asleep, just before you jump out of bed, I'll ask myself, what does my divine self need today? And normally a, a, a word will pop into my mind or an image, and sometimes it can warn me of what's ahead or the sort of attitude I need to, need to adapt that day. Sometimes I will also use a, a phrase book. You can easily pick up these little books with thoughts for the day, and I might read a passage from that and think about what the actual passage means to me and more than likely it will relate to what's ahead that day so it might be a passage on patience or passage on uh, caring for others and normally it will coincide with what I experienced that day so it prepares me or if I think I need a certain quality I'll write that quality down let's say it's patience patience I'll write that quality down and I'll look at it and I'll think about it and then I'll visualise myself having that quality and what it would feel like. 
So I do things like that. Or sometimes I might visualise the flame of a candle in my mind's eye. But that takes time, you know. That would have started with me actually looking at a candle for 10 or 15 minutes every day until I, don't need, until I didn't need to light the candle to visualise that flame. So that's some of the things I do. I went on your blog, mydivineself.co.uk. It's absolutely superb because there's so much on there. There's so much information. Not only do you have a ton of information in the book, My Divine Self, but you've also got the blog. And you're talking about, you know, why prayer's unanswered, who is God, about all kinds of these amazing concepts, amazing mm. ideas. And one of the things you'd recommended was how to meditate and I, I use it and it does help me I, as I said earlier I really struggle and I put a question one thought in my mind before I go to sleep mm. and you said to me whatever those initial thoughts and ideas and concepts are in your mm. head when you wake up really pay attention yes yes and I can't stress enough how much that works the solutions over the last couple of weeks since I started speaking to you and following your work and reading your book, those solutions, they're prolific. They're, they're there. They're concrete. It's really positive to know. That's great. That's great. And it works. Work. Now, this is a huge question, okay? A lot of people out there are like me. They're listening. They're interested. They've got busy lives. And they are distracted by just the material world. But how does one try to become spiritual? You know something. We're all spiritual. We're all made of the essence of the universe. We're all spirits. But when we're reincarnated, we, we forget that. But really, to actually become spiritual, it's all about self-examination. By that, I mean self-reflection and also contemplation in order to actually peel back the layers of the material self and to access the very best of who we are. And that means actually working on our faults. And that can be a very difficult journey. You know, when I first began evaluating myself or being more reflective about who I was as a person, I realised I was very critical, I realised I was quite envious and negative, and it really meant, you know, admitting to myself that I wasn't that perfect, you know, and being humble about it and, and doing something about trying to be a better person. Over the years, it's made me live a more contented life. So I'm not worried about what you or what he or she's doing around the corner. I don't keep up with the Joneses anymore. It's about me, the person, working on me and bringing out the best in me. And at the same time, because I've realised that we're all connected, I always think to myself, what can I do? Well, put it another way. Everything I do impacts everybody else. And that means I'm more responsible as a human being in all my actions. Because if I do something negative to somebody that will have a negative repercussion in their lives and the lives of people that they know. So it's like a domino effect. Therefore, I'm very responsible for my actions. And everything I do, I always say, is this for my highest good and the highest good of others? I don't live just for myself anymore. Whereas in the past, I'd just be thinking, what's in it for me? You know, whereas now I think more about my community and how I live my life and how I impact others. Was there a specific moment where you realised something had changed within you? There was. The first time you admit to yourself that you need to change, it's like a burden's lifted off your shoulders. It's like, I can't, no more, I'm not going to pretend anymore. Just like when people make major life changes. Just like, for example, I wanted to teach from the age of seven, and I became a teacher. And walking away from the classroom was really difficult. But when I did that, I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. You know, I felt like I'd been reborn. I felt like a burden's been lifted off my shoulders. So, to me, it's about living your life well 
from your heart and being as sincere and honest with yourself as possible. And when you can do that, you know, then you are being spiritual because you're following your purpose. You're living from your heart well. I remember the day I went on my journey of sobriety. I'd been an alcoholic for a number of years. I'd lost myself totally. There was no purpose for my life. And I took accountability and that, that weight that falls off you. Oh my gosh. It's like you've just dropped this huge bag of rocks. And that's what we do in life. We carry a big bag of rocks. That's right. We Regret, do. pain, jealousy, anger, yeah. insecurities. And we're just filling this up. And if it was a physical bag, sooner or later your body's just going to break down. You're going to be crippled and hunched that's and broken. Right. And it's the same. We, we carry a mental bag of rocks around us every day. And as soon as you start to just say, I don't need that rock. I don't need the bag. I use my divine self as a daily guide. Martha and I have had very similar experiences and I pick up my divine self and I just open it at a random place. And it's almost as if the words on a page were written for me as a direct message to myself. And the first chapter was so powerful to me, but I became very emotional. And the way you described your dark time in your life yes. was expressed perfectly as my dark time in my life. And it helped me come to terms with my feelings mm. and reading that first part of your book and this is genuine now, was such a, a healing and lifting moment for me that someone else out there understood and could articulate it so beautifully. Because I think you reach a point in your life when you realise that the answers are not outside of you, they're inside, and you have to accept accountability and make changes you know, in order to put those burdens down. This isn't just a book I've read. This is something now, a tool that I use daily. And whenever I have some doubts, and I just open the book at a particular section and it just speaks to me. And we'll go into a little bit about what's in the book in a moment. But it was just important for me to say that in a world of a thousand inspirational books, this one truly deserves to be by anyone's side. It doesn't matter if you're rich and famous, if you're down and out, if you're a young person, because nobody gives you a manual in life. Nobody tells you, well, this is going to happen. This is how you're going to feel. And this book is that manual. That's the manual everyone's been waiting for. It's down to earth. It's excellently written. And you don't have to try and interpret the messages or think, oh, what's that mean? And reflect upon it. It's very direct. Hearing your words right now, Gavin, it's so humbling. I can't tell you. It's really moving me it's humbling it's humbling for me to read such an excellent book where it connected with me because i doubt anybody out there who's listening to this right now has had that perfect life because sooner or later health family illness money all these things all these negative things creep into your life yeah. we are in a society where we have been told well you have to work within a certain rule set and my divine self is like hey guys Read this book. This will help you get through some of these challenges. What can people expect to read with Inside My Divine Self? What kind of topics and subjects do you tackle? Well, you know, the book is all about asking honest questions of the universe about everyday circumstances that we all experience and the difficulties and challenges that we have that really hit at the core of us, that make us think, well, what's, what's, it, all, what's it all about? You know, we get really angry and frustrated in life. So I cover things such as love, dissatisfaction, money, inequalities, animal wel welfare, suicide. Things that we all experience and we want answers to that challenge us on a day-to-day -day basis. And I've done it in a way that isn't preachy 
because I've, I've done it in a way that's honest. Well, I think it's honest. And I've tried to communicate that in a way that it's accessible and understandable for anybody. If you have not embarked on a spiritual journey or even contemplated that you may want to be spiritual, you can read the book as a book that can inspire, motivate and give you some inkling, some idea on how the world works, okay? So like, for example, you know, I'm just opening it up onto uh, a random page here. You talk about religion in a very, very direct way. You, you don't mess about it. You just go into it, what religion is, how to deal with grief, deceased loved ones. I'm opening up a random page here. Drug and alcoholism. You know, that's, yes. that was huge in my life. All of these elements you cover in life can lead on to other stuff. So the drugs and alcoholism can lead to suicide and depression. And you cover that as well. And you just open the book. Like, you don't have to sit there and read it like a book. I would. Uh, you can just literally just open it on any page. When I wrote the book, wanted it to be accessible that even a child could read it and understand it. Because when I tried to find stuff out in the past about spiritual things, lots of the books were so complicated, you know, whereas this is very accessible that even my nephew, who's nine or ten, could read it quite easily without it being too, you know, easy. But it's that accessible. And I think because I come from a teaching background, it's written in a way that you can un understand it straight away. And then you can reflect upon your own experiences and make sense of it. I believe my divine self is a seed. I hope so. And that seed will grow. And other people, people like me, people listening out there now, they will read the book and they will connect with it. And then they will learn to quiet themselves and focus on their divine self, on their inner dialogue, on that inner voice. And then they'll be able to add to your work with their personal experiences through blogs, through social media, through other books, and it will become a movement. I hope so. I really hope so. Because, as I said, we are all spiritual beings. We're just passing through. You know, we shouldn't let life wear us down. We need to embrace it. We need to internalise our experiences in the right way that we grow and evolve. And whilst we're growing, we need to help other people grow as well. And that is a perfect segue because we had a chat earlier on and we both decided your book was so important that you're going to come back, say, whenever you can, say, once a month. Yeah, definitely. And for all our listeners, for all our followers, all the followers of Martha out there, and Martha's going to return and it's going to answer your questions on anything from dissatisfaction to family, health, love, money, hauntings, drugs, anxiety and restlessness. Or just cover like what a couple of topics per episode to give you an idea of what my divine self is. So you've got the book, you've got the blog and you can have this audio as well so that you can kind of like start to learn and put it all together. Because I'm telling you now, Martha Thompson is one of the most easygoing, nicest people you can talk to. You've heard her yourselves. She's so laid back. She's so wonderful. And when you listen to her, you can't but help but get caught up into it and believe it. And, and you can feel the magic. You can feel the change there. Yes. So you're going to be coming back. So in the meantime, where can people get their copy of My Divine Self? And how can people reach out to you? Well, I have my website, mydivineself.co.uk, uh, whereby I put a blog on there every Sunday. There's information on there as well about colour therapy and aromatherapy and spiritualism and things like that and other interesting topics apart from the topics that are in the book. Also, I have my Facebook page, which I've just launched not so long ago, My Divine Self, Martha Thompson at My Divine Self, uh, which you can have a look at. 
and the book is available at every reputable bookshop. You can get it at Amazon and from O Books as well. Absolutely wonderful. And there's also a Kindle version as well, if you are a Kindle reader. I've said this before. The authors I have on my podcast are people who've really captured my imagination, people I believe in, people who've really connected with me. And I can't tell you enough how great this book is. It's by my side all the time and in moments of doubt. And my divine self talks about real life things, real life things that affect all of us. Every single one of you, whether you're living in America, you're United Kingdom, you're living in Germany and Australia, the things in this book affect you and it will affect you sooner or later because that is just life. And this book helps you understand the nature of these problems and the solutions and what's happening, what's going on, how it's changing you, what that thought process is. And it's written so simply. You don't have to have a PhD to understand it. You read it and it will make sense. The other day I was discussing with someone about suicide and depression and it really upset me because we are living in a world where it just seems that there's so much suicide right now, there's so much depression. It's always been there but it seems to be worse now. And I guess what? I picked up Martha's book, I opened it and the first page was suicide and depression. And I read it and it helped me communicate to someone else what they were feeling, what they were going through. And that's the kind of book we're talking about. My Divine Self. Get it. It's on Kindle. It's on Amazon. It's available through Obooks. It's available through any bookshop. Just go in and ask for it. Or get in touch with Martha Direct. Go to mydivineself.co.uk. And if you've got any specific questions you'd like Martha to answer on the show, just contact us at paranormalchronicles at aol.com. Because trust me, these shows are going to be really, really important. And so make sure you follow and you listen. So what's next? I'm hoping to perhaps run a workshop later on in the year. Well, that's what I'm working on at the moment. Workshop would be amazing. You've got to meet Martha. She is awesome. Honestly, you, you were born to do this. I can't wait to have you back on the show. And I appreciate your time so much today. Thank you so much, Martha. Thank you, Gavin. It's been lovely. So there we have it. Martha Thompson will be returning and you can now choose what you would like discussed on Martha's next episode as she uses the guidance of my divine self to help you with all of life's questions and issues. You can either email paranormalchronicles at aol.com with your choice or you can contact Martha direct at mydivineself.co.uk or head over to the Paranormal Chronicles Facebook group page not the like page, the group page, join the group and vote on there. So here are your choices for the topics that Martha will discuss in her next episode. Which do you most need answers for? So, option one, dissatisfaction and family. Option two, love and money. Option three, anxiety and restlessness. Option four, dying and hauntings. Let us know what you would like Martha to discuss in the next Spiritual Agony Aunt episode and you can also email us some of your own personal questions and we will see if Martha will answer them for you. If you can't wait till then, then pick up a copy of My Divine Self by Martha Thompson on Amazon, Kindle or wherever books are sold. Martha also features in your free massive digital paranormal and spiritual magazine which you can read at theparanormalchronicles.com forward slash magazine. On this episode, Martha and I touched upon dependency, depression and suicide. And it's really important that you know, yes, you that is listening right now, that you are really important and your life matters. We all fall into the abyss of grief, depression and despair. 
but you can escape and once again feel the warmth of the sun on your face. Never give in. If you're struggling in life, please know there are people out there who you can turn to, that you are loved and valued and life will get better. Just know you're really important. Thank you to everyone for listening. Please press follow. Sleep well.